Welcome to the Caregiven Podcast. I'm Inga. And I'm Julie. And long story short, we have Caregiven. We are two mom entrepreneurs who have built an in-home care business from the ground up, guided every step of the way by God's care and fueled by agape love. Almost 14 years later, we felt called to create this podcast as a resource for families with caregiving needs. Whether you care for a family member or are looking for advice on professional caregiving, we want this to be a platform to support you. Each week, we will come to you with encouraging stories of families who have found the right balance for their loved ones, tips for how to care for them and you, and much more. We hope you continue to join us each week as we share in this exciting new journey together. Hello, Sunshines, and hello, Julie. How are you doing today? I am so good. Yeah? yeah. Tell me why. Why are you so good? I don't know. It's a beautiful day. One of my resolutions for this year, which I don't do resolutions, but one of the thoughts that I had for bettering myself was the two P words, more positivity and more productivity. Yeah. How are you doing with that? I'm doing pretty darn good. Yes. Because, you know, with the winter and the snow and the cold, I get tend to get cranky, but I'm just like, we need the snow. We need this moisture. It's going to be good for the summertime. So quit whining. And <laughs> <laughs> moral of the story, moral of the story, no more wine. no wine. It, it, it really, it's all about your, your, your mental where you let, allow yourself to be. Yeah. I, I agree. And, and I would say you are, you have been super productive. You're like a whirlwind upstairs oh, in your thank office. Thank you for noticing. I did notice. Good job. <laughs> Well, Jules, today we're going to actually be talking a little bit about um, our local veterans food pantry. Oh, goodness. But before we get to that, um, we should talk a little bit about the veterans program that we have here at Apaga Home Care. Yeah, we love it so much. Yeah. We're very, I'm very proud of us for offering this program. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just uh, to give back to those who have served. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, we can't do too much for any of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool program. So in Montana, through Montana VA, it's the um, Home Health Aid and Homemaker Program. And, and it offers the us the ability or the um, it gives us authorization, I guess, to provide home care to some of our veterans that just need a little bit extra at home in order to stay there and stay out of a facility. Yeah. And we serve a lot of veterans. We do. Yeah, we do. We do have to be careful, though. Some of them are a little sneaky because all they want is us to clean their house. <laughs> I know. It <laughs> and happens. Then, so we do have to stay within the program, <laughs> the parameters of the program. But it's, it is a good thing. And, yeah. the, and the cool thing about it is we can do a little bit of house cleaning as yes. long as we're doing some of the other things. Yes, the other things the have activities to be part of the living. puzzle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I'm happy about that program. And I'm actually super happy um, that our Helena franchise office just got connected. And so they have started serving veterans. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. How many more people we are reaching. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And speaking of veterans, my dad was in the Navy. Yes. And your dad? He was um, in the Marines. Marines. And we also have many family members that are in in different uh, forces. Yes. Papa Mike. Yeah. He, he was special forces in the Uncle army. Uncle Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's just awesome. It, if you stop and think about it, I think we're all, oh, my grandpa Fisher, mm-hmm. he was in the army. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we're, we're touched by, there's nobody out there that doesn't know a veteran. Right. Yeah. So thank you to all of our vets. Yes. Thank you so much <laughs> for your service. Yes. Mm. Well, I'm going to go right into the verse of the week and this is Philippians 4, 12, 13. 
I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who strengthens me. And I picked that one because of the topic and of the uh, guest we have (laughs) uh, speaking about being in need. Mm -hmm. You know what? There are places out there, like our guest, who have (laughs) incredible options for us. Yes. Yes. Yes, there's definitely this family has seen the need and they are doing everything they can to fill it. So let's just move right into that and let's introduce our guest for the day. Oh, no. I lied. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. We have to do an uplifting story first. Uplifting so just story. <laughs> I got ahead of myself there because I'm so excited. Oh, I know. <laughs> me too. All right. Tell me your story. Oh, right. So you're special just the way you are. There's no one in the world who's exactly like you. Let's make the most of this beautiful day. Who, who said those? It was... Fred Mr. Rogers, <laughs> and um, basically he's, his life is being celebrated because of a movie that was made about him with Tom Hanks in it, mm-hmm. and he was as iconic as the red sweater that he oh, always yes. wore. Mr. Rogers is remembered for his insatiable devotion to the values of kindness, friendship, and emotional literacy, and he is universally viewed as a positive role model. Mm-hmm. Uh, his most last, lasting gift um, even to those that are adults, even though it was supposed to be a kid's show, I think a lot of adults mm-hmm. um, really got the basics of what he was trying to say, um, was it, it, the way that he taught again and again that all feelings are real, important, and valid. He embodied the idea, the idea of authentic positivity, which teaches that only when we embrace the full range of our emotions, including the so-called negative feelings of anger, sadness, loneliness, and fear, can we learn to walk through life with a genuinely positive outlook. Mm-hmm. So he talked about um, all of us, all of our emotions, all of the things we feel are should be mentioned, should be talked about, and it said, what is mentionable is manageable. Mm, I like that. Isn't that good? And again and again, he modeled ways to acknowledge difficult feelings like frustration and sadness and handle those feelings in a healthy way, like playing music, running fast to release energy, and asking questions to face fear with facts. To add that we should stop, um, he also added that we should stop just saying that our dark feelings shouldn't be talked about. Mm. Instead, give yourself permission to see um, that we are people. And just in this, it's... One of the things is accept our feelings, both good and bad. It's the his most lasting gift to all of us. Wow. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. Hey, and you know what? Mm. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> yes. Well, I brought you a story about disco dance parties. Oh, boy. Yeah, this one really caught me. Staying alive. <laughs> Staying alive. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, Lord. <sighs> Alyssa, you might have to edit that out. <laughs> Are you going to say, Julie, don't quit your day job? <laughs> don't quit your day job. Sorry. Well, it turns out girls Sorry. aren't the only ones who just want to have fun. Dozens of elderly... Well, I can sing that one, too. Oh, no, no. Dang it. Okay. Okay, well, Dozens of elderly men and women in South Korea are raving about the new health benefits of their daytime disco club. So dance parties in Seoul, um, South Korea, are the first events of their kind to be funded by the government in order to to combat senior loneliness, isolation, and dementia. 
South Korea currently um, has the fastest growing aging population of any developed nation in the world. Mm. And according to a 2016 census, roughly 14% of the country's population was made up of citizens over the age of 65, and that amounts to 6.8 people. So if that was in 2016, we know that that number has just increased. Right. Um, as the world becomes increasingly aware of the aware of the dangerous health risks of loneliness. Uh, communities and countries have tried everything from pairing aging nuns with millennials to enlisting the help of mailmen to check on senior homeowners. Uh, one popular UK supermarket chain even launched talking tables, which was an initiative for lonely strangers to be able to chat with each other. Oh, um, but apparently these disco parties, it's not the first time that nightclubs Nightclubs have been used to combat senior loneliness. And based on the testimonials from the elderly attendees, it's not hard to see why. Mm -hmm. One South Korean gentleman told BBC in an interview, I have had um, a bad back and legs, but when the music comes on, my body is immersed in it and all my pain just disappears. I'm full of energy for two or three days after this. No lie, he added with a laugh. I've even kicked my drugs and supplements. Oh, no, no. You just needed a disco Huge. dance party. I want a disco dance party. I know. Yeah. It'd probably be my speed. I'm yeah. not the greatest dancer in the world. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I don't think it mattered what your moves were, just so you were moving. Just moving. But guess what? Yep. Girls just oh, want to no. have fun. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just got taken. No. <laughs> All right, Julie. Behave. I'm so Behave sorry. Behave yourself. <sighs> so now, now we can actually get into the, the meat of the topic of the day. Yes. And yes. introduce to you Cinnamon Davis Hall. Hi, ladies. Welcome. How are Hello. you? Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm sorry about the shenanigans. <laughs> oh, it's fun. <laughs> I love your guys' positive energy. Oh, well, thank you. That's all we allow around here. Yes. Positive energy only. <laughs> Very uplifting in the morning. I like it. Good, good. A little coffee helps me <laughs> get started. And if I could just go disco dancing in the middle of the day, I'll be set. Yeah. Anyway, so talk to us. Tell us about Cinnamon Davis Hall. So I'm the community outreach for the Northwest Montana Veterans Food Pantry in Stand Down. And the Veterans Food Pantry was started about 20 years ago. And I've been volunteering and helping off and on for 20 years. And it seems like it's a pretty full-time job for me and everybody else involved. Oh, my goodness. Well, we had a couple minutes to talk before officially launching into the episode, but I think that you're downplaying it a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, I volunteered totally off and on. Yeah. So tell us, um, <laughs> who started this? So Alan and Linda Erickson, who are actually my parents, oh. and they started it out of their house, and they had a couple friends that came over and... Alan was disabled himself, and he's like, I can't find any services to help me. Mm. So he started the Veterans Food Pantry, and one to help himself find services, but he wanted to help his fellow brothers. And how it started was he got a 4 by 4 box of potatoes and went out in the woods and found veterans and started asking them to come in, and it started out with a stand-down. We hold our biggest stand-down in Libby every year, first weekend of October, and it's already in the works for going to be going again this year. And a stand-down is where the veterans come and they can get services. We'll have a medical bus vet there. We'll have um, service providers there where they can get information. They can talk directly to the different service providers from the VA or the vet center or the vet clinic and find out what all resources that they have. But then they can also get surplus military 
and then they can get a meal because we cook meals all day long. And then they can get a food box if they need it. They can take a food box home for their family to share. And we even have um, civilian clothing out in Libby. And last year we were able to take durable medical equipment because we had an overload in our building. So we've just, it's a one weekend, one-stop shopping to help our at-risk veterans to get services that they may need. Wow. So you have this formal stand-down event once a year, but then you have your building and you have services that are available all throughout the year, Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily having the clinicians there on site. That would just be during the the stand-down event. Yeah. But talk to us about um, what, you know, if I'm somebody that's looking for services, um, what do you offer out of your building? So if you go in there and let's say you do need a clinician, we can refer you to the vet clinic okay. or we can refer you to another organization that might be able to help. And maybe you need to go to the vet center. We can refer you there. We have all in our quick guide, we have all the members and contacts. And if you need benefits, we can refer you to the state veterans affairs. And wow. they're the ones that help with benefits. So there's a lot of resources that we have. Mm-hmm. And if you're a veteran and you come in and you need a food box, you can come in and get a monthly food box. And if you're homeless and at risk, you can actually take a shower if you need a shower. We have a washer and dryer. You can do laundry if you need to do laundry. And if you're moving into a house, we have a move-in ready kit. So it's got pots and pans for you and your family. And a veteran can get a bed for them and their family for part of the move-in ready kit. So pretty much anything that you need. And that's how the pantry started. After they did the stand down, they started out, and it was in three Quonset huts, uh, pretty much across from the Rainbow Bar. Mm -hmm. And that was in about 2000. And they were doing the same services over there, had the washer and dryer, and people would donate goods. So that allowed Alan to be able to give our veterans the things that they needed. And then in about 2010, this new building was donated. Oh, wow. So <laughs> it's been an <laughs> what expansion. What a blessing. It was. So tell us where you're yeah. located in Kalispell, Montana. It's 1349 Highway 2 East. It's across from the Evergreen Super 1. Mm-hmm. And it's a two-story right, white building right there by Burger King on wow. the Highway 2. Right. So did it start out with uh, more of the equipment type? needs for people or when did the food pantry come into it i know you guys supply all types of things you paper products personal care items yeah the food started in the very beginning and people were supporting alan and what he wanted to do just friends in the community and people were just donating stuff that they didn't need and so that encouraged them to keep sharing it and keep giving it out Mm -hmm. and one thing they even did back in 2000 is they would loan veterans durable medical equipment. Mm-hmm. And with that, it's the veteran might have insurance, but the spouse might not. Right. And so it was a way that if we could loan them a wheelchair or a walker, they aren't going to go out and spend a lot of money, and that could help them pay their other bills that they right. needed to to try to keep them out of becoming homeless right. because they couldn't pay their basic bills. Well, and it's crazy. I don't think people realize until you're in the position of needing a wheelchair or a walker to understand how expensive those items are. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So to have the um, ability or opportunity to come into a center like yours 
borrow something, use it for the time that you need it, and then return it so that the next person can carry on. That's that's a pretty incredible thing. Yeah, and somebody might be having a knee surgery, and your insurance might only let you buy one large item a year. Mm-hmm. And the doctor might say, you need four items. You need a commode. You need a high-rise for your toilet. You need a walker. You need a wheelchair. You need a hospital bed. Right. You can come in and you can borrow that at any time. And we've got loaners on those. And then if you're going to need them more full-time and you decide to purchase them, it's really reasonable price, like 15 to 20 bucks or something. Don't oh, quote so me right. on those numbers. They, they can um, purchase as you well. You can purchase it for full-time forever. And then you can have it. And what that money does is it helps to pay the heat and lights on the building. Right. Yeah. And then also with our donated items, we're able to give the veteran can get one to wear, one to wash twice a year because we get clothing donated all the time. And so the veterans can come in and they can get free clothing twice a year. So it prepares them for winter and then prepare them again for the summer with some free clothing. And then we do have a thrift store where all veterans in the whole community, anybody in the whole community can shop there. But the veteran in particular, he gets a 10% discount. And so they can get a discount. But everything that the community purchases or donates goes to help in some way the veteran whether it's paying the heat and light bill Mm -hmm. or whether it's more food for a need that we have or helping in one way or another it all goes back to support the veterans sure wow that's incredible um so do you how do you take donations so if you wanted to donate the best time to do it is 10 to 3 monday through friday because we have the most volunteers to help you unload your vehicle at Mm -hmm. that time You drive around to the back of the building. There's a garage door, Mm -hmm. and then you'll see a little doorbell next (laughs) to it. You push that, Mm -hmm. and somebody will come out and help you unload your building. Sometimes when the weather is conducive, unlike now, (laughs) we (laughs) actually can leave the garage door open, and you'll see people. And you just drop off your donations there, whether it's food or any goods. Sure. And then you can go through the front door, and we have the receptionist there, and then you walk past either visit with her and sign (laughs) up for what you need, or you go in, you can go into the thrift store. And the thrift store is open 10 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. And we like to give our volunteers the weekends off. Very kind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A little bit of time to rest and relax and get ready for Monday morning. So talk to me about volunteers. You, you must have a lot. We do. And like at Christmas time, we do an extra food box for our clients because mm-hmm. our clients can get a regular monthly food box mm-hmm. to feed their family. But then at the holiday seasons, they can get either Christmas or Thanksgiving. And so we make that into a box where they can feed even if they have guests come over. So they might be a family of two and their kids and grandkids are coming over. So they might need a family of five Mm -hmm. for everybody that's going to be for their holiday meal. And then they tell us that. And we have volunteers that come in, the Boy Scouts come in, and they help to fill the boxes. That's one of the groups has been coming in for at least five years that I can think of and fill in the food boxes. And um, there was another group, and it was one of the schools. I can't remember which one right offhand. But the school came in, and they put together the boxes because they're unfolded boxes. Okay. So you put them together, and you tape them. And so it gives the kids and gives everybody in the community a way to help out and give back. It, sound, it sounds like fun to me Yeah. to get to participate yep. in something like that and then knowing the difference that you're making. But 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that sounds awesome. Do you have? Um, are you making food box like the monthly food box? Do you guys do that? Is there like a certain time when people can come in and get them, or is it something that's you know just once once a month they they come in? Do they have to sign up for that? They How come does it in work? and they sign up and do their paperwork. So then they're signed up for a full twelve months, mm-hmm. and then they go in with a grocery cart and they go grocery shopping. And so they get to walk through the building, and they have a little pick sheet that tells them how many of each item that they can get because of the household size. Mm -hmm. And then when they go out, everything's weighed in and weighed out. That's Mm -hmm. how we keep a good inventory of stuff is is, what's the weight? (laughs) And so when they go out, then they'll (laughs) see a volunteer. We have all volunteers work in that area. And then the volunteer will wear everything up and then help them out to their vehicle just as if you went to a grocery store. So that's it's very empowering for them. That's what I was going to say. That I mean, I love that. So they get to come in and they, you know, they get to pick what they want. We're yeah. not just saying this it's is their what choice. You get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the veterans' choice. Yeah, I was just thinking. Um, our kids have always been involved in FFA and 4-H, mm-hmm. and then at the stock mm-hmm. show, there are people that will actually buy an animal and donate it. Yes, and um, we just finished doing thank you cards for everybody that donated this year. And so they'll, like you said, at the market sale, buy from the kiddos, and Ugh. then they pick the organization they want to donate it to, and then it goes to the processor and comes in. And our veterans are so thankful when that pork comes in, oh. and they're able to get some bacon and oh. nummy yeah. pork chops from our <laughs> oh kiddos who've raised it for FFA or 4-H. It's just, it's awesome. And our community here in the Flathead Valley has been such great supporters over the 20 years mm. that it's like we'll think of a need and it just sits in your lap they <laughs> just they make sure and mm-hmm. I gotta thank the whole community for always supporting us because we could not do it without this Plata Valley community oh that's so amazing I was yeah. gonna ask you um basically do you have so I'm sure there are individuals that donate to you are there businesses that donate to you um do you have you know monthly donors Things like that. It's a whole gamut. We have monthly donors. We have yearly supporters. We have, um, we're even in the Great Fish Challenge now. Oh, good. And so we've been doing that. Um, In the past, we've been part of Women Who Wine, Mm -hmm. and they supported us. We have other organizations like Warehouser at the holiday times. They brought us some turkeys, and we had... Man Mortgage was bringing computers and laptops, and we were able to give those out (laughs) to our clients. (laughs) The college, we work with them through Upward Bound, and our veterans were able to take some basic computer classes to learn how to use the laptops. So we reach out to different people, but they reach out to us too. Mm -hmm. And so when we know more of the resources in the Valley, then we can help them. And in our front foyer, we actually have a computer where the veteran can sit down and the job service brings out all the information every month of the different jobs. And they can go online, they can log in, and they can see what's available at the job service because the job service is way uptown Kalispell, and we're out in Evergreen. So (coughs) that's just a great spot where a lot of people can come in and use that. And it's a computer area with free Wi-Fi. They can check email or whatever they need for the veterans. There, there's so much to what you guys are doing that I, I wasn't even aware of. And something I think that I'm guilty of is, you know, thinking about veterans and just 
automatically gravitating towards like an elderly person that is a veteran. But we need to remember it's not just our elderly. No, we're getting a lot of younger ones coming in lately um, in their mid-20s, mm-hmm. in their 30s. So especially with everything that just happened in yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah. And so <coughs> with them coming home, they're not in the service anymore, and so they might need help. They might need some camaraderie. They yes. need to visit. There's other veterans in our building, and they can come get that camaraderie. They can come visit vet to vet. Yeah. And it might just be they need to do a little bit of shopping, and there's another veteran in there, and all of a sudden they're just visiting and talking, and <laughs> that's a great camaraderie right there. That veteran to veteran is huge. Um, my dad was telling me a story, gosh, I don't even know, probably not even a year ago, um, he, he and a friend of his were there, they've bought some cattle and they're raising them up just for freezer. And somehow they got connected with this gentleman and his wife in Idaho, I do believe. Um, and my dad and his friend went there and, and the husband was a veteran, um, and, and was suffering from a lot of depression and just not being able to really talk to his wife about what he was going through. But my dad showed up and they were able to have discussions, you know, for hours about things that the wife couldn't relate to. <clears throat> so at the end of this visit, um, the, the wife was just so thankful, like, my husband hasn't been able to talk about these things for years and years and years. And just having a, a connection or something in common made a huge difference. It's a beautiful brotherhood that... Yes. Only a veteran and a veteran can experience mm-hmm. and feel. Yes. And it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. To see that happen is just an amazing thing, that brotherhood. My dad um, had a hat that had said, you know, what his story was. And whenever he would see somebody with a similar hat, it didn't matter that it was Air Force versus Navy versus whatever. Um, he would always stop and talk to him. Mm-hmm. Always. He never missed a person mm-hmm. just because of that. And boy, did they light each other up. Yeah. It was very, very cool. You could just see it. that it was so important that they had that connection, that they were able to feel that brotherhood. I love how you say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you are, your primary building is here in Kalispell, Montana, but mm-hmm. you had talked about the stand down in Libby. Yeah. Do you have a facility in Libby as well? No, we have to use a location over there. Okay. And in the past, we were using the VFW over there okay. at, in Libby, but we kind of outgrew it. We started <laughs> oh. having more service providers that wanted to come, and then we went to another building called the Asa Woods, okay. which worked out really well, um, but they're not allowing us to use that. They're trying to sell that. The oh, shoot. The school owns it, and they're trying to sell it. And it's an older building, so they probably need to. So last year, we were able to use the armory. This year, we still don't have a location secured, Mm -hmm. but we're in the works of doing that. And that will be on the va.gov website under stand downs. If a veteran goes on va.gov website and asks where the stand downs is, it will tell them any stand down all over the whole world. I'm so glad that you said that because we always want to talk about local resources, but the the intention of this podcast is to get out, you know, nationwide, worldwide. So we want to, I mean, I'm sure there are things like what you're doing here in Kalispell that exist all throughout the United States, and we want people to know about them and, and how to access. 
Yeah, and I didn't realize until this year, you know, the Veterans Food Pantry's been going for 20 years, <laughs> and I didn't realize we are known wa- nationwide. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, kind of listening to the different people talking, and I do community outreach, and they're calling me from all over, and I'm like, how do you hear about us? <laughs> oh. So social media is working. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's it spreads. It's wonderful. Good news can That's spread wonderful. quickly. So if someone wanted to volunteer, would they just come to your facility? And what's the process? So you can mm-hmm. go on the website, which is www.veteransfoodpantry.org. Or you can come into the front foyer and you can ask the receptionist, her name is Sherry, for an application. And it's a very simple application. It's just kind of getting to know who you are so then we can figure out where the volunteer position might lie that you might be most comfortable in, right? You know, what hours you're available, whether it's once a week or once a month or Mm -hmm. 12 times a month or every day of the week. (laughs) We don't mind, right? We'll take it all. (laughs) Uh, We need the most volunteers 10 to 3 Monday through Friday. Right. And so that's, you know, and you can kind of pick and choose, which kind of helps. And then you would sit down with Linda, and she would do a little mini interview with you at that time after going through your application. Good. Good. I um, am looking at the... uh, the sheet that you brought us, and one of the things that I just love so much, it says, building self-esteem by extending a helpful hand up, not a hand out. And we provide a warm welcome, haircuts <laughs> monthly, access to internet, access to laundry and shower, facilities and hot coffee. <laughs> but that uh, hand up, not hand out, because it's a, pri- a pride thing. Mm-hmm. And and so having that and just saying it's okay to ask for help, it you've got to really get that over to people. Yeah, and we've had some veterans that started out with needing that helping hand up. Mm-hmm. And we gave them that helping hand up and then they worked through their things in life and they became volunteers and they I still volunteer. I oh. was I was assuming that would happen. Mhm. That's How best that's case. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let have it come full circle. And then think about those people that you said that drop in and um, are, are kind of unsteady on their feet right now because coming back into civilian life or this and that, but somebody can just take them and say, hey, I was in your shoes. Mm-hmm. And what a connection. Yeah, and even when you're handing out a food box and you're at the back door weighing it up, they might say something, and if you've got another veteran working there, then you got that camaraderie starting and that brotherhood mm-hmm. going on. And then they feel comfortable because we want everybody to feel like it's home. Mm-hmm. And all of our volunteers that start working there, it just becomes a little family after you start coming in there. And then the haircuts. You mentioned haircuts, and I didn't. But that is a gal named Tina. She has been coming every once a month, the first Monday of the month. She comes every year. Mm -hmm. We also do a free appreciation barbecue for veterans, usually um, May or June. We'll announce it better, but it should be around May the 21st. And we'll do that. And she comes to our stand down and does haircuts. And oh. she does the barbecue haircuts. Oh. So she just takes time off her full-time job just to do haircuts for our veterans. And wow. then sometimes she has other people help. But sometimes she'll do 100 haircuts in a day. Oh, oh my gosh. What a special the, person. The <laughs> thing, the word that keeps coming to me um, as you talk about all of this is safe. It just, it just seems like what a safe place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that wow that's awesome because that i think was the goal of the founders is to have a safe place for veterans i'm so glad that you can <laughs> feel that well i and, do for and, sure and the other thing that's so cute here is how humble you are <laughs> because you um, keep talking about the founders, but it is uh, so okay to yell at them. That's my mom and dad <laughs> and me, and we are a power team. And even your kids. Um, yeah. And we're yeah. too. Yeah, no, that is mm-hmm. just, what a blessing you are to this community and, and uh, further, mm. just awesome. Yeah, my siblings have came from Washington and North Dakota and Oregon to help at the stand downs and yeah. to help other times of the year. And we now have the Camp Ponderosa, and so they go out there and help at oh, that. Oh, now also. tell us about so, that. Oh, see, look at you, Miss Humble Pie. <laughs> You're so <laughs> humble pie. <laughs> I threw a spider out there. <laughs> Squirrel me back. <laughs> Camp um, Ponderosa. What's so this? Camp Ponderosa is out in the Sealy Swan a- area. Mm-hmm. It's seventy-nine acres of property. Mm-hmm. It was the old youth camp. If okay. anybody's lived here very long, they know about the old youth camp. <laughs> it's been closed down for probably at least fifteen years. So is that on Guest Ranch? or no no it's okay. right on highway 83 okay. at mile marker 59 right at goat creek okay and there's a helicopter pad there and you go past the helicopter pad and you're right up there at the buildings there's great buildings back there and they've been remodeling them and fixing them up and there's a full dining hall and there was an admit building that had lots of rooms and now that's full of beds there's a library in there there's a reading room and a video audio room where they can sit and they can listen to music and just come and retreat out there. And wow. then the big dining hall. I think we have enough tables. We got rid of all the old cafeteria style stuff. Mm-hmm. And Al and Linda went with the wooden tables. And so with that, it can seat, I think, about 80 or 90 people. And they can just come out and do some camaraderie and So do you have retreats there, or how does it work? So it has been doing that. People have been calling and going out there and retreating Mm -hmm. and volunteering out there. And we had a volunteer group because, I mean, imagine all these buildings shut down for 15 years. There's a lot of work to get everything up and running. So this year the volunteers went out. There was a whole crew, and there was about 60 volunteers that came, and they cut up wood, and they cleaned up the kitchen, and it was just a great time for them to sit and visit. They were out there for ab- at least six hours working. Wow. They bring sawmills and <laughs> milled some logs. And yeah. It was pretty amazing little wow. retreat that they did out there that weekend. So then what is the ongoing with Camp Ponderosa? So it's going to be a camp retreat. And then it's going to work into a learning center where hopefully we'll be able to maybe have some woodworking out there or fly tying. And we've got fishing poles because Alan fixes up fishing poles now. People donate fishing poles Mm -hmm. and then he fixes them up and veterans need a fishing pole. He gives them a fishing pole because if you can fish for a fish, you ain't going to be hungry. Oh, (laughs) gosh, everything you say, I'm just more and more amazed. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Do you, are you, you're not affiliated at all with um, like the veterans clinic, except for being able to refer people there and letting them know that they're available, like the VA home or any of that? Is it all connected or no? No, we do referrals. So we are not a VA organization. We are an independent nonprofit organization, but we refer people to, and just from life experiences, we know some of the 
things that they do at the different programs. Mm -hmm. And then we have contact people. Um, I go to a veteran service provider meeting where we all sit down and we talk about what all of our organizations do Mm -hmm. for veterans. Good. So I learn more all the time that I can take back and share at that time. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, honestly... uh, hearing you talk in the beginning about everything that you do and what a great um, resource you are, I'm thinking, gosh, we get a lot of calls um, from people that are veterans and sending them your way sounds like a really, really good idea. Oh, that's it's it's vital in what we do to know more about what you do. And, and so to share this with everybody like we are today, I'm so excited yeah. because this is, this is uh, not to be kept secret, you know, no. if, if you need the help, it's there, but if you are able to help mm-hmm. in, in your own way with donations or whatever, I mean, it's just, it, it touches everybody. Yeah. And sometimes we're able to take care of the widows of the veterans too. Oh. So, you know, they were married into it too. Yeah. And so, yeah, huh. spouse passes away and the wow. wife doesn't know what to do, but still needs some food. We can help her too. So that's how we can take care of the bigger community. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for, for all of the effort. And uh, it's really exciting to learn more about your organization and your mom and dad who founded it. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. This was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Any last things? Um, anything we haven't touched on? No, just maybe just the grandma saying or grandpa saying, I think. Is that oh. what you told us? Yes. I have a grandpa <laughs> saying. Um, my grandpa Bud used to say, tomorrow will never come. There's always another one to follow. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason he said it to me is he told me to go clean my room. (laughs) Your mom just told you to go clean your room. And I said, I'll do it tomorrow, Grandpa. He said, tomorrow will never come. There's always another one to follow. Uh True. Oh, wise words. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Yeah, she I, will too. I am going to Dang use it. that. Dang it. Oh. oh, my word. So what we'll get, do is everything that we've talked about in any links, um, was there something about a QR code? Yes. Yep. So you said you have a QR code. We'll go ahead and put that um, in our show notes, and then we'll put the website address. And yeah, so people out there listening, they can click into the show notes and then get right straight to all of your information. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And to our listeners out there, if you have a a verse you'd like to share with us, if you have an uplifting story or perhaps a grandma or a grandpa saying, (laughs) please be sure to email those to the caregiven podcast at gmail.com. We, we love to share. Um, we love your stories. So please share those with us. And if you have not yet subscribed, please do that on Spotify, Google podcast, Apple podcast, or go to YouTube and where you can watch all of this. Um, leave us a review. Uh, check out our Apaga Care and Share Facebook group. And I think I think that wraps it up. So, yes, thank you for coming and have an awesome day. Thank you for having me, ladies. This has been wonderful. Uh, <laughs> Peace out, Girl Scouts. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.